What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, where we talk about everything gaming, everything nerdy, basically everything awesome. I am Mike, a.k.a. Heeper Hammer. We are back again for another week, and I have Dehooch with me. Hey, what's this legal name shit? Mike? Oh, well, that's on my, you know, everything's a blur now with my other podcast, so I'm using Mike on there, so yeah. It's all good, it's all good. Hebrew, never mind, erase Mike from your minds, it's Hebrew now. Always and forever. Yeah, we're not not losing that. Anyway, I'm doing good, man, how are you? I am pretty good, but the real question is, how is mugging? Good, man, doing good. Do you like how I did that? I, I brought yeah. you in like perfectly there. You slipped you slipped it in. Exactly. Like a ball. Um, That's what she said. About to make about to make yeah, so many jokes. I think all of us we had instantly whenever that happened. Um we just gotta move past it. <laughs> but anyways, we are back again. We got three of us this week once again, so that's good news. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about, we had some pretty big stuff happen this past week. We had the game awards and it basically covered everything that we're going to talk about this week because there was a shit ton of stuff that came out. Mm -hmm. Did any of you guys watch it live? Hell no. No. I'd work in, I'd work to do man. That is, yeah, that that is the epitome of something that you TLDR later on. For no, sure. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of that crap is just just overblown hype for so many things. There are some some wooden developer stands up in front of everybody to you know mm-hmm. act like they're super excited about this game that they've spent the last six years on and really don't give a shit about anymore because they're just fucking mm-hmm. tired of hearing about it and just want to ship it. Do they yeah. even do they even let developers speak of these things after all the like terrible issues they've had in the past with like. It's a good question, but yes, they do because I remember. I ironically, I saw an article um, on IGN where they were talking about one of the devs for one of the games was like specifically he had a little questionnaire afterwards, and he was like dodging a lot of things and being super vague. Mm-hmm. And apparently, people didn't like that. So, wait, yeah. was he being super vague, or were they asking pointed questions that they knew he couldn't answer? I think it's a bit of both. I, I would imagine okay. it's probably a bit of both. Well, okay, because I love that suck. Well, I, I, yeah, Probably. that's true. That's true. I love that. People it it like, wasn't. Well, you it wasn't like anything. everyone has a phone level, but yeah. Oh God, that guy's never going to live it down. <laughs> nah, dude. Don't you I wonder guys if he's, have he's phones? Don't you all have phones? Oh yeah, oh, yeah he's he is. There. He is. Oh okay. yeah. That wasn't. That, I mean, it wasn't the kind of. It's, it, it's it not came his fault, off. First of all, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not as with saying that. I'm just. I'm genuinely curious if after all of this Blizz stuff has happened, if if he's even still there. Because if I was oh. him. He's probably the most known guy in all, in all of Blizz, minus like two or three really big players. He's probably the most known, certainly most memed guy in all of Blizzard. So I, I mean, memed, kind of yes. I, there. I don't even remember his name. Well, <laughs> but, but known, as in, known as in known as in face, like you yeah, know his yeah, face. yeah. Or or what he's what he's infamous for, definitely. Yeah, infamous is yeah probably the best way to put it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, anyways, well, let's go ahead and hop right in to talk about our weeks, get that thing rolling. So, Hooch, why don't you kick us off? Uh, dude, uh, my week was pretty bland. I didn't do a whole lot. I mean, we had the Game Awards show, but mostly I was working. But I did have two things to talk about. Uh, first is, I caught the most recent episode of Hawkeye, which still remains a pretty cool show. Uh, they went back, a li- even though like I read something, it's like the people, the, the ratings or should I say the viewership is much lower for Hawkeye than it was for the other Disney Plus shows, which is 
kind of sucky because I think as far as entertainment quality, I put Hawkeye up there, you know, with most of them. Like it's not, it's not indicative of, it's not indicative of how good the show is. It's more of like, it's a victim of scale. I feel like, you know, everything I've talked about this once before, but it was the same reason why it was so hard for me to get into the Captain America one. Because even though there was definitely like a lot of things I liked about it, and there was definitely some things I didn't like about it, but like it's it, regardless of all of that, it just was harder to make me care about something that was so like street terrestrial level when we have universal threats that we just got off of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the difference between Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, or as I like to say, Cap and Bucky, is uh, at <laughs> least that has like it feels like it has a greater impact on like the mcu moving forward right this one has a much more minor impact um in in the sense that like you know it's not a significant change to a uh you know a a character's role or um you know the mantle of a character hasn't been passed on kind of thing it's kind of a little bit but well but they're all uh, actually you know what i take that level heroes though They're, they're all garbage I say that, but I take that back. And off of after this last episode, things are changing a little bit. Okay, so maybe maybe it is, but maybe not at the same like tier as as you get where Captain America's put <laughs> you know handing the shield to somebody else kind of thing. Well, I um, think that this is a much better show, period, than um, Cap and Falcon. Or for Cap sure, and, for sure. Yeah. I, I I uh, uh, obviously am, am, am biased, so I I, I disagree to it to an extent. We can um, love. You have to look at a show in its entirety. We can yeah, love yeah, yeah, yeah. those specific scenes from the Captain America one, but they're like overall looking at it like objectively, this is a better better show, far better. Well, what what I would say is the so difference. Far at least. The the biggest problem with Captain America, and justifiably so, was the flag smashers. And that I fully agree was a hard thing to deal with because it was like I don't care about these people. Why am I supposed to care about these people? I just don't. They didn't give me enough. They didn't give me. I love time. how everyone gave me so much shit for that at the beginning, and I'm uh, that's now everyone's reason why they don't like it. Same thing for fucking what whatever you call it the. Red Witch, what's her name? Wanda? Yeah. Oh, you see, you Same hated thing the, for Wanda. You hated the boner joke. Yeah, I still think the boner joke was hilarious. No, 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 no. I didn't it. just hate the boner joke. I hated everything about the ending. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. You guys, I'm gonna, were, we I'm had gonna a, have to go there. Whole like, argument defending he, on that. Yeah, one. I will. I, I'm. I wasn't on the cast for that, but I will wholeheartedly tell you, I was fucking 100 in on the WandaVision show, like all about it. I loved everything about that show, like the mystery, the changing of the mm-hmm. yes. you know the the eras, all that stuff. And then it yeah. hit this point yes. where it was like some Marvel exec walk in and goes, "Uh, you guys um you guys don't have enough uh, explosions and um, <laughs> unnecessary CG, so I'm going to need you to uh, ramp up the effects budget and uh, make up for it now." And we got yeah. <laughs> whatever that last back half was. That last final last fight. battle was like. And the, and it was. Like, what? Because not only was it fuck? that, but it was also like, because we all, I think we all agreed. Maybe, I don't think Chu did actually, but I, I think that you and I at least agreed that the fight at the end went too far was too like, for the, the for what they had going on in the show, it felt too big. That was a travesty. And like, 
It yeah, was a, exactly. It was a like, travesty. Because I, I fucking hated everything about it. But one of the biggest things that I hated about it for sure was just the fact that I didn't care if they didn't do like the Mephisto thing or anything like that. I did not mm-hmm. care if it went a different way. But mm-hmm. there was so much potential and then it literally got zero payoff. There was yeah. literally zero payoff in that show. And I've never been so, as Muggin said, I've never been so like in on a fucking show before. I loved every episode of that besides until we got to basically the last, the last two. two. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck happened? I w- it was such I will, a letdown. I will agree that everything was good until the last two. But I think didn't yeah. we also we also recognize that there was an episode or two that got cut because of COVID? Yeah, they're, so they're, well, it, they had to I mean, cut some scenes yeah. from one of the... But yeah, that's still like... It doesn't fix the fundamental issues that were there or the f- that the f- they were going to. Here, here's yeah, my, yeah, the here's my thing. You got, you got two basically mind witches, okay? <laughs> that, are, that are mind-fucking an entire town of people. And their final battle is a floating-in-the-air, like extravaganza of magical might no it was magical it it should have been like a crazy weird super psychedelic trippy Mm -hmm. jumping around like crazy where like the scarlet witch got inside agatha's mind and imprisoned her there right which is what she did in the end but it's just like in a less it could have been in a it could have been in just such a cool way that tied back into that original like moving through the sitcom era kind of thing and like Mm. ramping that up times 11 for this kind of like crazy ass battle kind of like what they did in spider-man far from home right with um whatchamacallit uh oh god why am i blanking on his name now oh oh god are you talking about uh, um, Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal's her- character, like when he was messing with Spider-Man and Mysterio. Mysterio. I mean, Mysterio you. was still far. I mean, that was still a much better movie than the fucking. But but what I'm saying is like that kind came of came out to be. But but that kind of thing where it's just complete mindfuckery where you don't know what's real what anymore. What was the name of the show? Wandavision. There we go. Sorry. Yeah, like like where it's like you. But what I'm saying is Muggin was saying like. That was the kind of level of just like in depth mind bending crap that we should have had yeah. as the fight between Wanda and Agatha, not this huge flying spectacle that pleases some exec who wants big explosions and well, stuff yeah, like that. The, thing, yeah. the other thing that really got me that that kind of pissed me off about it was like I thought like the 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 front half of that was like very much embracing the idea of television, right? Where it's yeah. like that monster of the week. There's like a problem in that in that episode that needs to be solved, however mundane it may be. Plus, coupled with the overarching storyline, mm-hmm. right? So that you have a you have some level of you know start and end and payoff per episode with the mystery of like, oh, she found that weird colored object or this th- yeah. or the man coming out of the sewer and these various different things, right? That were yeah. occurring through the show. And that's the mystery that drags you through for to, to get to the end. But then mm-hmm. each episode, it's like, you know, the boss visit, right? Which is like mm-hmm. slapstick comedy. And then you've got like the twins get born and all this other stuff. And it's just like, they really felt like they embraced it. And then when I, and I, I'll be honest, I was so bored and cared so little about what was going on with Falcon and the Widow's Shoulder. I didn't even make it past the second episode. Like they introduced the Flag Smashers and I was like, this is 
fucking stupid. Like this is this could have been a, a hour and thirty minute movie and knocked this out. You know. Yeah. They really took a movie and said stretch it out over six you know six hours and and cut it in these spots. You know what I mean? As opposed to embracing actual like television thing, it felt like a movie that had been cut up. And I think Hawkeye is is starting to. I think they're finding their footing. Maybe a little bit more. They definitely found it with Loki. Like Loki had a really good rhythm to it yeah. for the TV show. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like Hawkeye has it as well. So yeah. it's like you're At least getting, so far, yeah, yeah, you're getting this nice. They're they're starting to get in the rhythm of TV, and I think that that hopefully they'll be able to maintain that as they move forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's where I think those ones drop the ball. Yeah, yeah. I right. agree. Now that now that we've gone on that long trip through just me saying I watched Hawkeye Deserved this week, and I trip. still like it. <laughs> we <laughs> all other, watched Hawkeye. Other, we'll just get that exactly. Out. There we go. We all watched Hawkeye. The other thing that I engaged with heavily this week and dragged several people with me uh, was the <laughs> DC Worlds Collide. We talked about it last week. Um, I, I I reached out. I I uh, shared the experience and the game link to Vash as well. And he did a couple of streams on it, and he's—I think—he's having a good time. And uh, I also introduced one uh, Muggin to the game, and uh, we got a chance to to go back and forth on our experiences. So that's what I had all week. Still like the game. I still think there are some there's some cool things to it. I don't know what the longevity of the game is going to be, though. It is still an open beta, so I mean, if they decide to tweak some stuff or, and whatnot. It's still a possibility, but I think the last time I saw a game in open beta that I thought had promise and didn't deliver was MFR. So we'll see what happens with this one. Yeah. I, Marvel Future Revolution was definitely one of those games where I just like quickly was like, yeah, I'm out of this one. So <laughs> it's this one, but it, this one's better so far. It's shaping up to be better than that, right? There's, yeah, yes and no in a sense, like, once you get in and you start really digging into stuff, like, it becomes you're just on the same treadmill. You get to that um, that point of where things become routine pretty quickly. And so then at this point, it's like the driver is uh, the characters and um, maybe I don't really think there's much of a story there mm-hmm. uh, at this point. So it's kind of like if you're if you're. Like I want to collect them and I want to complete and get everything. That that's then the game's for you. But if you're like I need more than that, then I don't know if DC Worlds Collide is gonna be yeah. something that's gonna stick. I mean, to me, it's it's a DC version of AFK Arena. Almost every single game mode and game style can be tracked directly back to AFK Arena. All oh, roads yeah. lead back to. AFK. They've taken they've taken some liberties with like. How you move through some of those, you know, um, game modes and how they look and, and, and feel, but they really are like basically AFK Arena. Um, you know, the way the level progression works, your rewards for level progression, the the level by level track of, of, of um, things that you get. The, the are way you getting that, as much currency as you got yeah. in AFK? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you every get a day, amount of currency. like every day, you get. Um, you can do a ten pull a week, basically, if you just do your dailies and pull and get your free daily chest and your free weekly chest. Yeah, dude. The fact that was it like they have the daily uh, store purchase for was it two hundred gems? Yeah, or they something? just and yeah they actually like they just put pulls. in 
Yeah, they added in a new daily and a new weekly package, like maybe it was like two days ago, where um, so a pull in the game is basically 200 gems. So every day you can buy two pulls um, and something else for like two pulls and a one hour worth of coins for um, 300 gems. So you basically get a hundred gem discount on two pulls, right, which is a pretty, pretty good discount. It's like buy one, get one half off, and you get the one-hour gems. And then they put in the weekly store five pulls for $7.50 plus um, some more like of those hourly you know, loot boxes or whatever. But that's a 250 crystal discount because that would normally be 1,000. So between the yep. two, you can buy a lot of um, discounted pulls. Plus every day you're getting... You know, you get a 50 gem chest and then every week you get a 200 or 300 gem chest. And then every day you get another 100 or 200 gems a day in in daily. So it really quickly adds up to being, you know, an easy 10 pull every week. Um, Right, right. And they have a revolving, yeah, they have a revolving epic pity system. Was just like every 35, every 40 pulls you're guaranteed, you know, an epic character. Um, they they have two very generous events going on where there's the it's actually there's a 14 day Constantine event so I guess it goes it's the newcomer event right it's a new player event seven days you get the Constantine character and then another seven days you get more stuff plus more Constantine character shards so you get focused two on temples that. in there too <clears throat> yeah you get a lot of stuff in there there that event is huge there's so much in there that you can get lots of gems lots of pulls still only lots on resources. Android right. Still only on Android, correct? Yeah, I'm playing um, on BlueStacks. Yeah, I I actually put it on my work phone. <laughs> it's honestly, such a dumbass move to put it only on Android rather than they, Apple and Android. So, yeah, they said there's well, an iOS uh, beta coming, though. I think I read hopefully. somewhere that it's on its way. Well, oh, um, really? Is there anything else you did this week, Muggin? Yeah, I've been playing uh, Pokemon uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl with my son. Uh, I've been having mm-hmm. fun with that and uh, nice, you know, nice. catching the Pokemons. What's your best Pokemon so far? Um, my starter is in good shape. I picked the fire dude. I can't blank it on his name. The monkey guy. Chimchar? Oh, Chimchar. Yeah, I think Chimchar, yeah. So he's at his second evolution and he just... So now he's fighting fire, and he just eats everything that come he comes across. <laughs> and then I got the Sphinx or the Lux or whatever he is. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm, my Pokemon lore is garbage. Um, but I got him. <laughs> he's like my second. He's like my second best guy. My, he's my electric dude. And then I got like That's a nice. Machomp and stuff. But yeah, those are my two. Like they just basically win all the fights for me. I don't really have to get much deeper in my roster than that. Nice, nice, very good. Is that, that pretty much it for your week? Yeah, I've just been working a lot. Getting right, ready for Christmas, enough. wrapping gifts like crazy. Oh, yeah, I bet you guys have to do a whole bunch of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Thank, my, thank God I don't have to do that much of that. <laughs> my wife goes, my wife goes. so uh, I ordered a bunch of stuff, and just to warn you, there's going to be some packages coming like over the course of the next week or so. I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. She goes, hey, there's some packages. I walk outside. There's like eight boxes in the freaking front of the house. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was getting four <laughs> to six boxes a day for like two weeks straight. It was nuts. Oh my God. Like, she was buying stuff at Kohl's, so she'd buy like. You know, yes, Kohl's. 
She buy, well, that's the thing. You'd buy like you buy like six things on a single order, and they ship it in six different boxes instead of like putting it all together because they ship from the stores. You know, they don't ship from a central warehouse, so you get yeah, like a right. box from all these different places. So it's like you know, a fifty dollar order. You know, they ship six boxes, and it's just like oh, so dumb. Damn, Drew says, and you get the Coles cash. <laughs> yeah, so they they're like, here's Coles cash, but you can't use it for another week. No. <laughs> so it's That's not like bed. You. It's not like Bed Bath and Beyond where they give you a, a coupon Dude, that says bed, says it bath lasts. And beyond is yeah, the shit. It, it, it expires next year. Two years later, nah, you can still use it. Yeah, about <laughs> to say even even then they still let you use it. Dude. They give no yeah. shits about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know why they even print right. the expiration dates on those things anymore. It's yeah, like, it's for the it's for the easily fooled. Like, cause yes, there's some people yes. that are just like, oh, I guess I can't use it. But yep. uh, yeah, all right. Well, for me, um, I had you know a, a decent bit of stuff that I was doing. So first of all, I did want to say follow up from last week. I did see King Richard because I was seeing it the next day, and mm-hmm. uh, I fucking loved it. Honestly, like I actually forgot that it was on HBO Max, so I saw it in theaters. And I liked it so much. Whenever I got home, I went on to HBO Max to watch something else, and I saw it was on there. And I was like, "Oh shit!" And I watched it again. It was so fucking really, good. it was wow, really, okay. really good. Yeah, and uh, I I got like into the um, whole like back end of it too to see like I was interested just to see like how true the story was. Yeah, and th- they said that like uh, the, the sisters said themselves that they got it like perfectly. So um, I yeah I heard that there was a there's another sister that was not. As you know, that wasn't portrayed or wasn't really involved. Who said that there were some things that they almost missed. all of the other sisters were basically not. I mean, like you saw them, but mm. besides the one that was killed later on in real life, um, which was the oldest one, like Tunde, I believe her name was. Mm-hmm. Um, like you never really, they never really talked about them, so there wasn't really anything to for them to get wrong there. You know what I mean? You just saw them, but okay. you, you, they never really talked very much. Okay. Um, but there was, he did have like a second family and they weren't yeah. talked. They were mentioned. That's what it was. The second family. Yeah. So there was a second family. They were like mentioned, but not like in a great way. They were like, you know, like you're like, what about whenever your kids came over here? Like you, you had your son come over here. Like, a few months ago and you answered the door and you were like, well, look at this. My son finally found me kind of thing. That's it. Like you never actually get to see them or anything like that. They're not spoken for more than like 20 seconds. Wow. So yeah. Okay. He was, um, but yeah, regardless, fucking fantastic movie. Definitely check it out. This shit is real. Like a lot of the like really shitty scenes that are in there too. Like some of them, they said are slightly exaggerated, but they're all based on a very, very similar truth to what happened. So um, a lot of the stuff early on, because they lived like he purposely kind of moved them to the ghetto because he thought that like they would raise like tough kids. Mm-hmm. And man, they were in the fucking ghetto and you got to see some shit that happened. And fuck, dude. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so definitely check that out. Um, other thing, got my Spider-Man tickets. So what what? That's more just like I'm fucking pumped for it. Nothing yeah, else baby. really to say there. <laughs> are, you, are you doing I Thursday saw, night or Friday? Uh, Friday. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Are you doing Thursday? Friday. Okay, yeah. There we go. Friday night, baby. Um, and then uh, I also been I've been playing Ruined King still. It's honestly hard for me to be a, like I'm very aware that because I love Riot so much, it is 
I feel like it is hard for me to be super objective because I can just get so much more out of like even a conversation where two characters are talking because I know them, you know, and I'm like, oh, I fucking love that they're talking right now. What are they saying? (laughs) But like to a normal person, they're probably like, all right, like, why do I care that these people are talking? You know what I mean? So it's hard for me to be super objective about it. But for someone that that knows the lore, um, fucking amazing. I love it. For someone that doesn't love the lore, it's still a great game and you should you should play it. You might just not get as much out of it. Um, I, just want, and, I just want everyone to know Hebrew just said he is not normal. I am not normal. Well, I mean, uh, well, I think we all know that. I'm, I'm yeah, not normal. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I just, just, are, are any of us normal anymore? Yeah, oh, hell like, no. Who's really normal? <laughs> I don't want to be normal. Normal's boring. Um, what, but what then we also, is normal? Yeah, how do you define normal? Um, <laughs> But then we also have, I mentioned this in the pre-show a little bit, but Legends of Runeterra. There's a new game mode there. Um, it's a single-player game mode, but it's really, really fun. You kind of just go through these adventures, and you get to pimp out your deck and your and your main champion character and pick up some more champions along the way and pimp them out. It's a lot of fun. Definitely go check it out if you like you know, Hearthstone or anything like that. If you haven't played Le- Legends of Runeterra, definitely check it out for that reason. But even that if you played good. Legends of Runeterra, exactly. Even if you played Legends of Runeterra and you haven't picked it up in a bit, just go back there and try out that mode because I can guarantee you you're going to like it. Um, yeah, but that pretty much wraps up my week. Nice and condensed. I think we actually did good time there. 25 for all three, dude. Pretty good. Nice. And we and we went <laughs> off topic. We went on the, the MCU Ooh. TV show. Yeah. Thing, so MCU bad. hate. Yeah. Marvel oh hate God. usually takes a while for us. So we did pretty <laughs> fucking good. Um, anyways, uh, so let's go ahead and talk. Or, I mean, I'm going to pass it to Hooch now so we can, we can talk about these trailers that came out. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we had two trailers. First, I... A funny thing is somebody uh, that I used to work with mentioned uh, that he was distraught that it is the 20th anniversary of the uh, Lord of the Rings premiering mm-hmm. in the theaters. And, uh, and then I reminded him, like, dude, it's also the 20th anniversary of uh, Harry Potter arriving in the theater. So I guess mm-hmm. there is a HBO Max uh, 20th annual or reunion for uh, the Harry Potter cast. Um, I haven't seen the trailer yet, but uh, because I do work at WB, I do get to see or keep tabs on what's like going on with these things. Uh, Did did anybody, either of you guys get a chance to see like the actual trailer and Mm -hmm. and, like what it's going to be about? No, it's, it was super, it was a super short little teaser. It's basically like uh, some of the original members. It was in a very Harry Potter, like, you know, scenic area. Uh, all got like owls sent to them with letters inviting them to the reunion. To the reunion, yeah. So we so got it was very basic. So we got what Emma, Emma Watson, uh, Tom Felton, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what is her name? Uh, God, now I can't remember. Um, Just say the character name. Come on. <laughs> no, I was just I, as I said I haven't seen the trailer, so I'm I'm guessing I'm uh I'm I'm guessing like the 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 primary uh obviously the first three the the second Dumbledore right because obviously you can't have the first one um, I think it's any of the big characters that are alive are coming because they only showed yeah. like four or five and I know more are coming than that so y- yeah uh, all right you know what I'm looking it up right now uh, let's see clickety clickety um, clickety clack. 
clickety clack. Yeah. I mean, certainly I, the big three are coming, so we have that. No, well, yeah, yeah, I don't think which is going to be interesting because yeah, Rupert Grint has even said like he fucking like hated that he did it now in retrospect. Is so, that the guy yeah. who played Ron? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter, Ray Fiennes, Jason Isaacs, Gary Oldman, and others. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, Gary Oldman was, was in there, too. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, um, yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, either way, I'm going to watch the shit out of it. It comes out on uh, uh, 1st of January. So, definitely going to be hitting that shit up. Happy sure. New Year. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> Happy New Year, bitches. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's it. Going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Lot. Uh, it, did you guys see the Fresh Prince reunion on HBO yeah, I did. Max? Okay, there uh, was. Did you see the trailer? Go ahead. Did you see the trailer for the new version of the Fresh Prince? Mm, I'm hesitant, but oh my god, I haven't. Dude. I haven't seen it. Wait, who? Wait, who's playing Fresh Prince? I don't know. Some dude. It's, yeah, there, I don't <laughs> know if there's uh, anybody like super name worthy. Well, here, here's the thing: is you know Will Smith is is doing it right? Like it's his. Yeah. The show or whatever, it yeah. basically looks like Will Smith goes, "What if we did the Fresh Prince, but we DC'd it and make it like super Gritty. serious, yeah, instead of oh like god, fun and yeah. enjoyable, <laughs> yeah? What if we took out everything that was good about it, and replaced it with shit instead? Yeah, yeah so I mean, it the, looks like the, it's gonna be like a more serious, like a woke one. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's not. Like, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't know about woke so much on the playground. You know, in the Will Smith yeah. like funny. You know, slapsticky Carlton stuff. I'm pretty sure that's all going to be gone, and it's going to be like a, like a drama, like a teen yeah. drama. Well, they said they said it was still going to have some bit of humor to it, but it's going to dig a little deeper in the things that they really couldn't explore because of TV at the time just didn't allow you to go to the. Go well, to the fact rights, that they right? even just said like it'll still have some comedy to it makes mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. I think I will never watch that then. Like, I'm not going to see like the worst version of something that was already great. I'm going to so. wait and see, like, you know, kind of like um, what you guys are saying. Like, if it's got good reviews, then maybe I'll I'll, I'll take a look at it. But at first, I'm, yeah. just, I'm not going to. Because the best thing about the original Fresh Prince was that it used humor to talk about subjects that people either didn't know about or didn't really want to get into and stuff. Yeah. Um, and But it did it in such but, a way But, I mean, they that, weren't the first TV shows to do that. No, I mean, no, 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 no. Yeah. But, it, but it was kind of one of the first ones that... Dug a little bit into relationships and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, st- stereotypes within um, the black community, right? Because you had lots, and then of course dealing with stuff outside the black community. Because not only did what about you Mr. Have Pudding f- Pop, but what? what, what about Pudding Mr. Pop? Pudding Pop? The hell? Oh no, that was oh no 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 no. You're talking about the the Huxtables. Yeah. No, see that was different. That was that was showing a black family in a like in a more um what should we call it um more upper middle class, right? That was so that's what that was like. I mean, doctor they were in extreme a, extreme wealth in uh mm-hmm. but in, no, they weren't as wealthy. They weren't as wealthy as the um what should we call it? The Bankses. No, 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 that, that that's what I was saying. Like they so, but it was that so, be even closer to more realistic than 
Fresh no, 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 not realism so much as it's showing the diversity even within the. So you have a lot of the show dealt with the difference between members of the black community who grew up within the inner city and their viewpoints on things and those who had attained, you know, wealth and, and success and and how the two saw each other differently, despite still struggling with some of the same issues. Right. Mm. Um I know this is fresh in my head because I've seen a lot of the episodes thanks to my kids. Like there's a there's an example where uh, both Will and Carlton borrow the car of um, Phil's partner, right? And mm-hmm. they're driving the car to Palm Springs. They get kind of lost. They don't know where they're going, and they I, slow I down. This one. Right? The then they wind. Yeah, they wind up getting up. the cop pulls them over, and they wind up getting thrown in jail because they're suspected of being car thieves. Right. The, the way it's handled differently is Will's like, I know how this is going to go down. This is bad. Carlton's naive, but thinking, look, they're just doing their job because we were driving slowly. So they pulled us over to find out what was going on. But then they were un, you know, unfairly detained. But and, they did and touch done. on that stuff with um, with the Huxtables as well. A little bit, but that's what I'm saying. It's like it's only from their perspective of like that family being like, well, why would they be this way? Because they're a wealthy family, blah blah blah. With this one, it's both. You've got one who's like, this is how it is. I've seen how it is from the inner city with with Will, and the other experience from Carlton going like, well, they're just doing their job. So you kind of, but at the same time, they're both seen from the perspective of the cop as equal, despite mm-hmm. the wealth disparity, and it means nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's harder to explain for somebody who's not in it, who doesn't deal with it all the time. But it's the, mm. it's that idea sometimes within the black community, like if I get money, I'll get respect. And that's not the way it is. Mm-hmm. Money means nothing because like think of how many times like you, you'll hear stories all the time, like somebody who is like a professional athlete and they're treated poorly because of the color of their skin because they don't see they don't even know that person is a professional athlete all they see mm-hmm. is a, a black man right, yeah, right. I mean, driving a nice car like, but racial exact, profiling exactly exactly racism yes garbage it was yeah i think you're right i mean i, I think that was an interesting way to do it because there was that comedy aspect that like softened yep. the blow so yep. you could see it and and kind of when you weren't living in it you know yeah you can, well, I, you can I think see so too. it and I understand mean, I, it and then go, okay, yeah, I get it. And 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 we can talk about it now without feeling like assholes, right? Yeah. Because I mean, that was, of this. And I, and I would say that, the, yeah, they're not the first ones to do it. But that's what I'm I saying. think yeah, taking I, that same. It's a great way to do it. They're just not yeah, like. The problem the is taking that, same, taking that same content and then just taking that humor out of it just makes you feel crappy watching it. You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Like one way kind of softens the blow and maybe that's not the right way to do it. Like maybe nowadays that's the wrong way to do it to soften the blow. Maybe maybe the blow needs to be more in your face, you know, with with how like blatantly out front that stuff is now. But, you know, I don't know we're going off on a big tangent. We could. Yeah, we're going to point on politics yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, one, right? one thing I will say is I just I don't think like Will Ferrell, is he directing it or producing it or what? I think you mean Will Smith. Yeah. Or yeah, Will Ferrell be a very different, very different type of show. Yeah, I think, um, I think he is directing it. I think he's directing the new one. It's called Bel Air. So, Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. I just don't know if yeah. I trust him as a director. I feel uh, like he's one of those. He's done other stuff. Yeah. Has he directed anything before? Oh, you know what? Let's go. Let's do more clickety clack. I IMDb his ass real quick for him. Yeah. Well, this is why we need a man in the chair. All right. While while you're looking that up, let me let's go ahead and talk about the Halo series real quick. Okay. Yes. Please go um, ahead. All right. So the Halo series that is coming out. We just got our first trailer for it uh, from the Game Awards. Um, what did you guys? I mean, Mug and I know you saw it. What was your initial impression about it? Okay. One, Will Smith is executive producer, so I'll get that yes. out of the way. He's um, only done two. two. two Two director things. Yeah. Go ahead. Two. Um, oh God, dude. I, I don't even know why they bothered to um, release that trailer because it was like a nothing burger. Yes, and, it was. <laughs> and it just it just made it look like a really bad cosplay event. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like the what? Like the whole like landing Master Chief like rising up. It was like, okay, like. Yeah, I mean, you're going to look like a like a doof, you know, walking around. If there's any normal people around you at all, you're just going to be like, why is that doof there? You know, I don't know. Just, <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be bad. I mean, we can segue into another thing that's not on the notes that I want to do touch on. But but yeah, what do you guys think of it? Wait, a I minute. mean, is that is that Bokeem Woodbine I see in the freaking trailer? There's Ooh, a bunch of people. I, there's um. The guy from Fast and the... Is he from Fast and the Furious? I, I don't remember his name. Oh, that's how you know it's going to be good. It's, um... That's how you know it's going to be good. Oh, oh, mugging, clicking, uh, clacking. Yeah, I'm trying to... Yeah, Bo Keen Woodbine, that's the guy I'm thinking of. He, Yeah, he's in it. They snuck yeah. him in. I know my black actors. He was the only... <laughs> there was one other person I thought I recognized there. I didn't see anybody but, uh, else. I I'm looking at the I'm looking at the list now, and I'm like, I don't recognize any of these people. So he's he must be the star power. I um, literally just, well, when Bokeem Woodbine is your star, he's power, your star then, power, yeah, yeah. Look, he, <laughs> well, yeah, it it to me, yeah, looked like a bunch of like this. This show to me is telling me from this trailer like they are going to rely ninety percent on CGI and ten percent on good storytelling. I have yeah. a feeling that this is going to be a fucking dumpster fire that's going to be canceled after one season. Like? <laughs> like? <laughs> exactly. Well, that was my segue. It's like, yeah, I think, you know, we all know now that, like, Bebop got canceled, right? Like, it got canned quick. Yep. And, yeah. um, you know, they had 74 million, was it viewers or hours viewed or whatever in the first I think week. it was. I think it was viewers. Yeah, it was like 74 million views in the first week, and then it like dropped off, and they're like, 74 million people, F that, cancel. It's like, what? Mm. Like, to (laughs) me, that seems crazy, but I think a lot of the words are like, you know, taking this stuff from the medium that it came in and moving it to quote-unquote live action, it just doesn't seem like a good idea. When the first thing someone says is like, just go watch the original. You know, just go yeah, play. Exactly. Just go play the game. Just go play the game. You know, it's just like, ooh, that's not good. And I, I get it's, the feeling that this is going to be like a go watch the cutscenes from you know Halo one, two, and three, and uh, you'll be good kind of thing. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, need a Cowboy Bebop game. God dang it! 
<laughs> well, to me, it's one of these things where because you know I'm I'm very whenever it comes to anime, like I I am protective of the mm-hmm. of the medium, but I do think that it can translate if done appropriately, and that's the thing is like I look at um, something like uh, oh my god, why am I blanking on the name of it right Battle now? Battle Angel. Yes, Battle, Battle yeah. Angel, Alita. Yeah, we yeah. talked um, about this like two weeks ago. I think the same. Yeah. you use the same. You use the same reference point. I think. Well, yeah, but because that's literally the only reference point. <laughs> that's the only one that that's <laughs> it's literally the, it's the, the only one the that's best. done it correctly. You didn't like the Death Note on Netflix. You didn't think that? Oh was- god, oh, I, I, me, and like five of my friends got together to watch that with her, and we were fucking yelling at the TV screen how garbage that thing was. I'm um, sorry, yeah. But anyways, yeah. So it's just like at least that exists to tell me that it can be done. So that gives me hope. Because it was done and it was done well. But yeah, that's the thing. It's just like, it's it's apparently just so fucking hard to get right. And you look at these shows where they try to do the switch over. And it's just, if it isn't that immediate like, oh shit, this feels good. Then just don't even bother with it. Because so, I, yeah. I think that I, something like Arcane has showed us. I'm going to bring it back to Arcane now. That like oh, you don't Jesus. have to. Well, it's just you don't have to go into live action to be wildly successful. Well, yeah, you and I think I mean? the other thing. Well, yeah, but I think the other thing is is like like I I'll I'll use another example, which is kind of the opposite of going from like, well, maybe not necessarily, but from like live action into something else. So, if you look at the Star Wars Visions, right, for example, right, like I think the big thing is to, and and I think this is where Star Wars quote unquote in general could be more successful is like get away from redoing what already exists cowboy bebop is a universe with a style to that universe pick a different bounty hunting team let them maybe run into spike and his crew but don't remake what was already successful take that that setting so like star wars vision was a perfect example and i'll use Mm -hmm. the ninth jedi like that Ninth Jedi was some of the best Star Wars shit I've seen in a long time. And, and if yeah. they put a series out for that, I would gobble that up. You Me know too. what I mean? 100%. It had nothing to do with the Skywalkers. It had nothing to do with Vader or Obi-Wan or anybody. It was completely removed from everything. And the only thing that made it even tied to Star Wars, really, was lightsabers and spaceships. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just like, that's where you are successful is like it's in that realm even the mandalorian when it started did the same thing it was like okay you recognize that armor and it's got the star wars look and feel and you know but otherwise it was pretty removed from the core you know storylines that had been come before it and that's where i think bebop could have been more successful as if they had not really just taken the same characters and try and transpose them in a different way right yeah i mean i think the difference though is if you take if you take the characters we know out of the Star Wars universe, the Star Wars universe still holds up and exactly. is really is still very exciting and interesting to explore because there's so much else out there. They built a mm-hmm. they did a great idea of building a universe and a, and, and a world to live in. I don't know if you have that with Cowboy Bebop though. Because it's you've got your bounty hunters because it's criminals so centered on the bounty hunter crew. It's yeah. it's yeah, because the, there's nothing special about the world outside of it's in the future and you have a situation where bounty hunters are a thing uh and they're you know actively being you know, everybody knows about them everybody, you know and you have 
syndicate, you have like crime families or whatever. Like you, I, I don't know if we got enough of that from the show to really be able yeah, to no, go. I Let's agree. live in that. Yeah, but, but, and, and but, maybe Bebop's a bad example of that. But what I'm, no, 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 I no, guess no. what I'm I, saying but, is like, well, hold on, that what makes what I'm, more sense. Yeah, sorry. But, but what I'm saying though is that that doesn't mean that we can't do that. So I'm, I'm kind of going alongside with you, saying like, I don't know if you pull those characters out if it actually works as strong. But there's definitely an opportunity to do so because I still think it's very similar to um, Firefly, right? the the story of firefly is focused on oh. the characters of serenity whatever dude but the universe <laughs> itself the universe itself like we get bits and pieces of it that are like you could see oh there might be another crew out there or somebody else or something that if you wanted to explore within that storyline within that universe that you could do something with it um i just think that bebop could have been that um, and even if they had left it like with those characters, don't try and do a, you know, beat by beat uh, remake of what we've already seen in the anime. Give us something different, either a sequel or a, a, a one off kind of prequel. Here's a store prequel, sequel. Like, here's a storyline. You know, maybe do the spike, you know, all the stuff that led up to where he's at now. I mean, that would have been probably a better way to go about it. Anyway, you, I didn't mean to you, take us off topic, but. No, no, no. no we just rem- that's how I feel yeah. about the Halo series. I, th- I agree with Hebrew. It's just going to be like they're going to drop that season, and people are going to be like, "Dude, yeah. what?" And it's going to just be <laughs> so bad, and and that's going to get canned. Good. <laughs> Down with Halo. But yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with it. But yeah, I'm not I'm not expecting too much out of it. Right. But well, let's um, get let's get into yeah, the meat and potatoes of today of this week's episodes the game awards are this week so there we go uh let's let hebrew i'm gonna have you do a quick run through of the the big winners yeah yeah let's talk about some of the big ones so the first one's gonna be game of the year right uh it takes two was the winner of that one actually so it was up against i'll just say the ones it was up against only because it's game of the year um death loop Metroid, Metroid Dread, rather. I almost said Prime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and & Clank, and Resident Evil Village. I think that, honestly, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys played It Takes Two or not, but... I did. Oh, yeah, you, you did. That's right. Muggin, mm-hmm. did you play it? No, I, I did not get to play it. Okay. Honestly, I 100% agree with that. I, I, I didn't play Deathloop, but I know that It Takes Two is better than Deathloop. What, um, I, think is, what I think is interesting is going back mm-hmm. looking through the, through the rewards... Deathloop got a lot of rec- it did like recognition for a game that I heard very little about after it was launched. Well, right? yeah. Well, it also had a, a shit ton of bugs and stuff too. But, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. I was surprised to see it's on so many of the lists. It was nominated yep. for so many things. Yeah. But um, and speaking of which, it did win best game direction, which is something. Mm-hmm. I think it mm-hmm. even won another one later on, but. Um, best narrative Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy won that one. Uh, I, I I don't know if I agree with that, but uh, you know it is what it is. Um, what were I'm trying to think? What were some of the other nominees in? It was the that? same thing. It takes two Psychonauts, two Deathloop, and then Life is Strange. So it's like yeah, yeah. Mm, okay, yeah, I don't know because yeah, I didn't I think play it, most of those. 
Well, yeah, that's the thing is that like up against all of those, that one at least had the most notoriety out of all of those because I at least yeah. heard of that one, you know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> best indie game, I do want to mention this one because uh, of course, you Kenna, uh, Bridge of Spirits. Oh, wait, it's an indie game. Yes. At best indie yes. game. Yeah, that yes. deserves it. They were originally oh, an animation studio that turned into a game studio and uh, they they released that game. And honestly, it's fucking great. So definitely check it out. Um, Did you it also finish won, it? Yeah. It also oh, okay. won best debut indie game as well. Very good. Yes. And then most importantly, uh, this is uh, the best <laughs> thing, best category to be in and win uh, oh, in Lord. modern gaming. Best mobile game. And uh, it was put up against Fant- Fantasian. Uh-huh. I don't, I've never even heard of that one. Me neither. Um, Genshin Impact, which was the winner, baby. Oh, Ayo. Yeah. And it was up against uh, League of Legends. It says League of Legends here, but it was really League of Legends Wild Rift. Um, okay. Marvel Future Revolution. Pfft, whatever. That shouldn't even be on the list. <laughs> and then Pokemon Unite, which was a, a very solid game as well. League oh, of Legends Wild Rift. And How was that on mobile? How was Pokemon Unite on mobile? Because it's, it's on, on mobile. mobile. No, 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 no. How is it? Like, how how was it play? Like, oh, I, I thought you. <laughs> yeah, good. it's good. It's very good. I only okay. I exclusively play it on mobile. So okay, yeah, okay, I, I like it. Um, okay. but yeah, Genshin Impact, of course, the winner, pulling in the most money ever for a mobile game. So, Dude, that that fantastic. game is that game yeah. is such an anomaly. It's just it's, what Genshin. Yeah, it's just like yeah. we we look at it as a. You know, when we talk about it at work and we're looking at like the, the, the mobile business and things like that, we're like, well, here's this game and here's this game. And then here's Genshin Impact. We're like, you can't even count that. It's so freaking well, bonkers yeah, off mean, the charts. You just can't even use it. It makes perfect sense to me, honestly. It may, so here, and, and you want to know why it makes perfect sense? Because if you look at all the other ones, if you look at every other free to play mobile game, there isn't a single one that's anything like Genshin, which is why no, it makes yeah. so much money. Because they said, they didn't go, let's make another gotcha game to make a bunch of money with an IP. Let's come up with a game that we can add a mechanic to that's just a good game. You yeah, know and, I mean? that, and Genshin Impact would be just as good if it was a straight box, you know, $60 game. It would still be just as good. You wouldn't. They wouldn't I, have as much money, but it would still be a good game. I have always said I would have paid, um, yeah, like console price for that yeah. because it is it is legitimately better graphically even than most of the fucking games <laughs> that I have bought for my console recently. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and less buggy as well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Whenever they release this game, you want to know how many bugs I had with it fucking zero like that's how many bugs i had with it so yeah yeah, as far as i'm concerned it's kicking the ass of console games did it Um, have it i don't remember if it had issues at launch did it have issues at launch with no no i I genuinely can't think think of one issue yeah yeah oh my god not even not even server issues which that's what i mean yeah like i mean and that's like the big thing and it had more players than you than any game could have fucking imagined it was going to have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. They just came well fucking prepared. Dude, the fact that you still can't get into the damn Discord channel. Exactly. That should like... fucking tell you something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, let me just go. Best action adventure game. I feel like this one deserves it. Uh, Metroid Dread is the winner on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um I was like Resident Evil Village. I did like it, but it wasn't quite as good as the one before it. So 
Um, I never played Metroid Dead, but Dread, but everyone that I talked to has said it was a good game. So I'm I'm glad that one won. Um, I'm pretty stoked to see Tales of Arise for the RPG. It's nice to see the Tales series score a score a best RPG. Oh yeah, that's right. I've You've heard been talking about that a few few episodes ago. I know. Yeah. I want that game so bad. Yeah. I just haven't had time. I love the Tales games. Yeah, I wanted they're for like RPG, a really good, so. yeah, they're a really good mix of like good storytelling, but the the fighting mechanic is it's kind of in between an action RPG and you know random you know encounters and they just this mm-hmm. it works for some reason in yeah. there you know it's like if someone if, if someone was going to start with the tail series where would you recommend them to start uh vesperia is really good um and it's readily available it's on the switch the definitive edition i believe that's okay. the one i'm thinking of i, I love okay. that one with yuri um that's that's my most memorable one of the most memorable ones that I've got. Yeah, that one's on the um, the Switch now. Okay. Well, uh, best family game and best multiplayer game, both uh, It Takes Two was the winner on that one. That honestly mm-hmm. was not a surprise because that was its main intention. Here's my um, question. Best yeah. family game. I, yeah. I don't know if I'd play that with my family, like with my kids or whatever. That There's some... Rough moments in that game, right? Oh, marriage-wise? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess like there just... is. But it's but I think it for gameplay, like, which is what the majority of it is, but like the gameplay is so kid friendly. You know what I mean? Besides whenever they were had to fucking stab the elephant to death that was begging for its life. That was a little stuck dark. suck the eyeballs out of the vacuum cleaner to kill it. I mean, come on, man. That one was, that one wasn't that bad. The, it was, was honestly like whenever the fucking I remember whenever me and my wife then girlfriend at the time um were playing it together and there was the part where there was the stuffed elephant that was like super nice and sweet and you were like we have to murder the elephant. Oh and then God. we literally had to chase down this stuffed elephant that was begging for its life. That was like the sweetest thing in the world. And then we had to straight up murder it. Oh, and with, Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. We were both like, holy shit. This like, wait, is we're doing this? Dark, dude. Because they had to like stab it and shit. It was, it was pretty fucked up. <laughs> but uh, see, right gameplay there. Gameplay wise. Not a family game. Gameplay wise, though, was great. Let's just go to your favorite one. Come on now. Yeah, this is the last one. Best eSport game, which is most important. League of Legends is the winner. Of course, people, what the fuck else was it going to be? I will say also (laughs) they did have Valorant on there as well, which was, of course, another Riot game. So Mm -hmm. no one's surprised there. Um, And then our last one is just most anticipated game. Uh, Elden Ring won, and it won over God of War Ragnarok and Horizon Forbidden West and the Breath of the Wild sequel. I like how they Starfield. They had to write. They had to write. They had to write the sequel to the Legend of Zelda: Breath yeah. of the Wild. Yeah, because they don't even name. know what it is exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But Can't yeah, call it that, Breath of the Wild too. For that one. <laughs> Oh, man, that's crazy. That is crazy. All right, well, so we got through the winners. Let's talk about some of the trailers and videos and announcements and whatnot that came from the Game Awards show. Um, What should should we do? Should we do, like, uh, each person's top three? Um, Yeah, I was about to say, you want to just have each person bring up, like, two and then run. Yeah, Yeah, you know what? Two two works, because we're probably going to cross over on a fair amount, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's talk about one that I, I know we're all going to talk about first. Sure. So we could just get that one out of the way. That one is Star Wars Eclipse. Mm-hmm. 
We all oh, saw that one. We all yeah, have we opinions on Star Wars. We all love Star Wars. We want it to succeed. Do you think that this game is going to do it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in Quantic Dream to pull this off. Um like I want a new like Dark Forces, Jedi Knight, like you know, narrative, good characters, you know, action, you know, in those cases, it was like first person, third person games. Like, that's what I want. These guys aren't really known for that. They're known for quick time event, super heavy narrative. And then I don't know if you're aware, my my understanding is this takes place in the High Republic era. Yes. Yep. So it is, which is confusing some of the, some of the imagery they showed. So I, I don't know what's going on there, but. You know, so this is like, is it 600 years before the, A New yeah. Hope? Yeah. How so old was Yoda? Nine. He was he was 900 300. in return. He was 300 no, years old here. No. Yeah, he's he 300 was, here. Yeah, he was yeah, 900 yeah, yeah, in yeah. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Okay. I can so do so nine so. minus six. Come on. <laughs> no, I thought you meant, I thought you were saying he was 300 in Mm-mm. Return in of the what Jedi. We know. Like, yeah. No, he was 900, yeah. Yeah, so he's yeah, so the the the, and that was like one of my problems with the old republic with the high republic is I didn't I didn't feel like they went back far enough to like make sure that like when they announced that I was like oh cool they're going back that would be awesome and then they're like it's only this many years I'm like dang it Yoda's still there and I knew I was like I know this is gonna Yoda's there and it's like there he is like (sighs) what you wanted was uh, actually like the story of baby yoda like the real baby yoda no i I mean i want like i want them to go all the way back to like tour like the old yeah yeah yeah. because i I, I agree that would that's a cool well i think i think we're gonna get um movie versions or and show versions of those in the future that they're going to explore but i would i would agree a game i would prefer in that time rather than the high republic but the high republic is still better than you know the timeline that we already know oh yeah for sure no no i'm fine i'm fine with it being in the high republic i think that was a misstep on where they placed the high republic i haven't dove into it very much but there i mean lucas film has put a lot of money into the high republic there's a bunch of books and comic books and and all kinds of stuff like like non-video based media so, you know, they, they want that to succeed. I, I, I could see movies coming out for that as well or TV shows or something. Oh, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if this is like the beginning of something. But I also, these guys, like, I think are really known for like announcing something and then it not coming out for like, you know, four or five years. So we, we may not even see this thing on current generation hardware if we're not lucky. Yeah, that does suck. So it'll be I, interesting I think, to I see think we will. they didn't give There's, any info. So yeah, I mean you're you're right. They could definitely push it back a bit, but um, I can't imagine it being on anything but this generation hardware. It was like yeah. it was like ten, eleven years um, for the last generation. Yeah, so true. I think I think we're looking at like fifteen probably for this one. Wait, but for what? For for the last console generation. For how long it lasted? Yeah. It was like nine, nine or ten years. Hold on. 
I'm curious. Uh, you you clickety clacking me right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then yeah. do it. I'm clickety. I think yeah, we, I'm, it's it's I'm it's eight years. Me. Xbox One came out on November twenty second, twenty thirteen. Yeah. So there we go. So yeah, eight, eight, eight-ish years. Yeah, PS4 was November. Was, was and the thing is, the Xbox One is still an active console technically. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so is the PS4. So that that generation isn't fully dead yet. Yeah, as games they are also still went, being released on it, so it, it's going to make it to the ten year mark, no problem. I'm pretty sure. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, chip shortages and and slow hardware rollout for the next gen uh, is going to definitely lead mm-hmm. into that. Um, and don't don't forget, also there were several you know revisions. And, and updates mm-hmm. of the consoles, so yeah, that's. But that with this, I, I definitely got the vibe with um, with this trailer, though. Like, it. I mean, first of all, the trailer was was great. It looked really good, um, but it's it's all cinematics, obviously. So we didn't get to see anything like you know, that we can actually sink our our teeth into. Yeah, exactly. But um, at least we got the setting. But the uh, the villain, I will say, like it looked. I know I said this before in the pre-show chat, but man, like whenever he came out of the pool, like the the bad guy came out of the pool of like mud or whatever it was, like that race looks exactly like Voldemort, first of all. So, and whenever he emerged from that pool of liquid, I I literally was like, I had a flashback to the scene of Voldemort coming back in Goblet of Fire. And I was like, this is this can is the just, exact same scene here. Can we just talk about how overplayed the bad guy rising up out of dark liquid is at this point? Like, <laughs> can we just like let that I didn't know go? that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing until I saw it again here. Like, is that it was, a trope Dune? that's commonly it's used? A to- yeah, is it's it a Dune? total trope. Yeah, I mean, it's also that's a dude. Yeah. You, you don't remember seeing it in Dune? I don't. I don't even remember seeing it in Dune when Baron <laughs> Harkonnen like Baron? rised yeah. up out of. Oh, like, that's goop. right. Oh, yeah, yeah, the fat dude, the fat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, this yeah, is this right. is and that and he did that in the in the original movie. I mean, he that 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 trope has been around for forever, and it's just like, yeah. guys, not a fan. I mean, I agree. That like, not a fan. Let it go. Like, <laughs> we get it. He's really evil because he came out of the black goop. Like, <laughs> the good guy comes out of the milk. The bad guy comes yeah, out exactly. of the black goop. You know, it's yeah. just like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, Do you exactly. get that symbolism I'm throwing your way, bro? Yeah, man. Yeah. The darkness yeah. versus the light. Like, let's yeah. go. But yeah, no, I I definitely like, you know, I'm curious to see what happens. I know the issue with the developer, you know, Detroit Human and uh, Heavy Rain, like those are like, I I think that they were good narrative games, but um, yeah, they definitely lack the combat prowess and development. Yeah. And the thing about that era, the High Republic mm -hmm. era, is it's supposed to have more Jedi. So like they're very... The, the, a lot of the focus of those books is around like a group of younger Jedi, like yeah. training and, and whatnot. So if this is place in that era, you know, lightsaber combat is a thing and it. everyone's going to want to play lightsabers. You know what I mean? You want to throw your I, lightsabers I and stab people with you the want, lightsabers. So you're going to have to have a good combat engine in there. You yeah. want something that plays like the Force Unleashed in the High Republic. Uh, Even the sword combat, yep. and I forgot the name again already. Now that we, we the were fallen just talking order. about it, the fallen Fall, order, I mean, fallen order, the lightsaber combat in that game was pretty darn good. Yes, you know? yes, it, it was. But um, I still, Force Unleashed, honestly, was probably the most fun I had playing as like a Star Wars uh, mm-hmm. hero. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I fucking love that one. So if we could have combat like that, and then add a really great narrative combat, although yeah. Force Unleashed narrative was fucking fantastic as well. So. Yeah, just give me I'm something to, like that, and I'll be good. That's basically. I'm trying it. to remember which which Star Wars game 
was it Jedi Knight 2? Um, where, like, it first introduced this mechanic where the stormtroopers would try to grip onto things. The whole, like, so as you're force pushing and pulling and dragging them around, they're, like, trying to grab stuff so they don't get I think that was Force Unleashed. No, 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 no. It was before then. I trust Yeah, me. I don't um, remember it which was, one, but yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It, I think it was Jedi Knight 2. Um, but I remember when they first talked about that system and that mechanic in the game and I was like oh great because the one thing I love being a force wielder is picking dudes up and throwing them all over the place (laughs) (laughs) I got force push force pull all right it's on now (laughs) yeah that was a lot of fun that was a lot of fun yeah yeah it was even when you go into fallen order and you're like oh I can pull you towards me and then push you away so I will pull three of you guys over there I will pull one of you towards me and then push you back to your buddies and knock you all off the cliff no. <laughs> exactly. Well, all right. So you guys both pick. Well, unless, Suge, do you have anything more to say on it? No, not on the clips. I mean, uh, outside of I didn't dislike Detroit Become Human, but I'm um, much more in a new narrative gameplay or a narrative game. I love a good story. Uh, and sometimes I'll take more story over action in many cases. Uh, uh-huh. We were talking about it before. Like, I played uh, Swotor. And used the combat as intermission between the cutscenes because that's really what I wanted to see was the next cutscene, and it's very similar to what happened with Detroit Become Human. Like I'm going through the action bits. Like no, really, what I want to see is the story progress, and I want to see more of that and and get that in. So that's kind of what my thought is with uh, Eclipse. Funny um, that you mentioned that on this is like a total side point, um, but just on uh, the Ruined King. Just so you know, in story mode they have a a thing to do that. I'm not sure if this is a new mechanic or something that's already been done a lot, but I usually don't play on story mode, but apparently on story mode, you can literally skip the combat if you want to, and just go cutscene to cutscene and, you know, explore area to explore area. Hell yeah. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Keep, keep going. I just had to mention that. No, I mean, I'd really kind of gotten to the end was I was saying like, like I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, uh, but also, you know, cautious at the same time. I want this to be good. I think, we all agree that the best thing out of this is that the stranglehold EA had over the Star Wars uh, IP is gone. So we're going to hopefully start to see some good stuff coming out from other companies and, and developers who wanted to get a chance at that. At, at I agree. Playing in I that agree world. for sure. As long as it doesn't get kicked around like like the Marvel IP. Oh, yeah. we're gonna! It's gonna happen. We're gonna see shit, and we're gonna see. Some Just really never great give stuff. me like the Star Wars equivalent of Avengers. That's you'll all get it, you're, you, dude. I you're gonna get it. You you're gonna get Masters of Terrace Cassie all over again. Oh God. Well, we'll see. Don't you be <laughs> missing on that game, man. Come on. <laughs> all right, so let's go ahead and pick. Le, I guess the two each now. So, Hooch, do you want to kick it off? Uh yeah sure I'm I'm gonna keep it close to home uh I was happy to see the uh, announcement of uh Wonder Woman because uh I don't know a whole lot about the game but mm-hmm. uh, I do know it's coming from Monolith so my hope is that we get to see another usage of the Nemesis system which to me is a very underutilized but just has such potential in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that just makes just needs that game to crack it. It just needs it. I mean, it did a pretty good job in the Shadows series, Shadows of Mordor, Shadow of War. It did oh, that, a pretty good job true, there. Actually. Yeah, it did. it did, especially in the second one. Like, did, I 
one of the best parts about was that game was used in the first one. I don't even it, remember. It was. I know it, it was, was in the just second not. One, but it wasn't the first one. It just wasn't as good as it was in the second one. The second okay. one fleshed it out because the story was so good with that. You're like, hey, here's this dude who killed you, and he gets promoted, and then he keeps coming back. Like I, I think I've told the story before where there was a orc that had poisoned spears as his weapon. And he would mm-hmm. he murdered me several times and rose up to the ranks to be like a higher ranking uh, orc warlord before I was finally able to take him down. And he did it because he would just wander in as I'm in the middle of a fight, throw yeah. poison spears at me and kill me and then bail. It's like, you piece yeah. of, I'm going to get you. Yeah. So it's like it was building <laughs> that tension, that frustration, that kind of back and forth. It was, it was a nemesis. And it was the perfect execution of that initial or that second kind of entry into that. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping you can get a little bit of the same thing with the new Wonder Woman game. Um, mm-hmm. No date on when it's going to be coming out or anything. And yes, I do work for WB Games, but I know nothing about what's going on with this. But if you did, would you even tell us? No. <laughs> I would <laughs> I would, I would. would hint about things. I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, no. So I... Uh, I, I know a little bit about this game. Like, I couldn't wait. I'm so glad that they finally freaking announced it and this and that. And it's going to be this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't go into to details into anything that they kind of already said, but I would express yeah, yeah. my my uh, anticipation or eagerness for for the game. Um, right. Kind of right. like, like the game I've been uh, beta testing this week. And Versus? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, you already mentioned it on, on last week's pod, so I, I know that you t- already told everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just want to make sure that you know I'm not saying secrets outside the house. It's still fun. Saying yeah, I, it is what it is. I think everybody um, knows that the, the beta is going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, all right, well then, I mean, that's good. I, I personally am, like, so... I, I know I mentioned this before, but I'm so out on Wonder Woman, dude. I, I just, after the last movie, I could give, I literally could not care less about her. She is I, uh, garbage to me. I'm hoping this is a redemption journey. <laughs> I fucking hope so. I know that it's not the same as the, you know, the it's not like a the cinematic universe version or whatever, but it's just mm-hmm. I'm so sick of Wonder Woman right now. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, what's your other one? My other one, uh, again, close to home. DC uh, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. They showed some clips from that that looked like they were gameplay with the HUD removed, obviously, and it, mm-hmm. it just it it looks insane. Uh, it's got that that type of edgy Suicide Squad like humor. It's not like super gritty, dirty kind of dark and dreary thing, um, but it, it from what I saw, it looks like it's going to be. Um, pretty good pretty fun i'm 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 eagerly awaiting that one um mostly because i like i like anti-heroes and reluctant heroes more than i like just goody two-shoes well i also think the thing about the the suicide squad that makes them work is the fact that they're not grounded in this gritty bullshit reality that dc has created for its comic books now yeah well not necessarily all its comics but it's it's shows where it's like well, it's, if it's not dark and gritty and uh, with some film grain on it and low contrast, you know, high contrast, high low, con- yeah. low color, it's not going to work. Yeah. I think I think leaning into the camp is where DC could have really. Um, I still stand by. If DC had leaned into camp like they did with Suicide Squad with everything, I think they would have been in a much better place right now in their cinematic universe. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I think it embodies a lot of the things that we want to see. You know, out of that, which is like 
just mm. larger than life, bigger than big, crazier than crazy is what that game looks like it's going to be. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, that's that's cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I do have to agree. The only thing is that, like, I just I do want them to justify what they do. Like, I'm all for the big, funny, hilarious. But, like, I do want to feel like it's not just. How should I say? Like, you have to make me believe that they could actually do whatever it is that they do to beat, you know, whoever they're going to beat. Because, like, I saw with, with the Flash there in the trailer, right? Yeah. And I'm like, how He's... are they going to beat the Flash? I'm like, that <laughs> well, doesn't even make fucking sense. They're... Because I don't know if you notice it, if you look at it in the trailer, he's obviously, quote unquote, a corrupted Flash, right? Because yeah. he's got like the black, the, the telltale again. Right, right, right. Why? The telltale black veins of I've been taken over by somebody so you don't mm-hmm. have to feel bad about killing me because I'm not the real Flash. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, thing going on with him. And I don't know if they're, I, it, I thought in another trailer we saw like more than just the Flash. Yeah, um, you saw Superman too. Yeah, so they're definitely using that kind of like to make you feel okay about beating up the good guy. Um, mm-hmm. No, it's so not as can, much about feeling okay about it. It's more well, of no, but they can the also use that it? right. But they can also use that to say that they're not truly operating at full power because they're being controlled by uh, something else. I gotcha. You know what I mean? I, I got gotcha. I mean, that seems silly to me, but I at least I can kind of get behind that, I guess. I mean, Harley Quinn is not going to beat up Superman. I mean, let's just be honest. It's, just, it's not going to happen. Well, exactly. No one on like, that squad is going to do anything to Superman. Well, that that's what I... I'm one of those people that's like, I, I agree with you. Like, it doesn't make any sense that they could ever beat this. But obviously, they're going to somehow. I'm aware of it. So I want a very interesting, cool way that is actually believable, like some kind of mm-hmm. trick that they use or something like that. I want to see something like that because I think that's what makes it really cool. Yeah. Uh, if you could take care of that power, that huge power disparity in a believable way. Yeah. So kryptonite yeah. bullets and stuff. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. Solved. With that. Um, yeah. Um, what about yours, Muggin? Which ones you got? Um. So, um, Space Marine Two. Um, mm-hmm. Space Marine was an awesome game, and and to quote this website that that I'm looking at right now, it was like the original Space Marine is one of the best Warhammer 40k games ever made, and was a fine brawler in its own right. So seeing it languish while 175,249 other shitty 40k games were made <laughs> is sad. But it's glad to see it back. So it's like, you know, talking about IP that's just willy-nilly thrown everywhere. Like, Games Workshop will give any developer that wants to give them money for that license the license. I was about to say, Um, I have seen so many. Like, I don't even really know what 40K is because, like, I think it's it's definitely, like, it's prime time was before, like, I really got into gaming. But, like, I think that... I've seen it in so many different, like, just slapped on the title of so many different genres of games and, like, especially, like, not very good games that I, I don't understand why people like it. Well, so it's, because it's not it's not rooted in video games. It's rooted in the tabletop world. It's, it's a tabletop war game. Uh, oh, see, I didn't, even, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so. yeah. It's a tabletop miniatures battle game that, that then also had a couple of board games that they've done. And then also, like, there's a Warhammer 40K um, RPG, like, pen and paper. 
Mm-hmm. And there's been some successful video games in the past. Space Marine was probably the best example of one. Um, and they, um, and there's been a couple, like, I, I would say there was probably, between mobile and PC game releases, probably 40 games in the 40K and fantasy universe that were released in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. They just, they come out, like, one after another crappy mobile game after crappy mobile game after you know it's like a studio comes in and says we're gonna rip off this game and put a 40k skin on it and they're like all right give us 100 grand and it's all yours you know what i mean they're not really protecting the ip you know Mm -hmm. which is sucks because the ip at the very back end like warhammer 40k is exactly where starcraft came from like if you look at everything in starcraft it can all be traced directly back to artwork and, and, and races and everything from Warhammer 40K. I mean, their okay. Space Marine is almost an identical rip of the Space Marine. That is Marine. true. Huge shoulder pads, big blue armor. Like, even yeah. the blue. The, the the main Space Marine faction in 40K is Ultramarines. It's blue and gold. The main mm-hmm. Space Marines in, in StarCraft are blue. You know what I mean? They, they didn't they do wore, too they much wore, to hide Yeah, it. they wore it on their sleeve, you know? Right, right. Um, so yeah, I, the trailer looked awesome. I think the game's going to be super fun. The last one was super fun, so I'm really looking forward to that one. Nice, nice. What about the other one? Uh, it's probably a toss up for me between Alan Wake Two and um, uh, Dune Spice Wars. Okay. Because I I loved me some Westwood uh, real time strategy days back in the day, yeah. and uh, it'd be nice to see. A nice, good new RTS. There hasn't been a lot, and it'd be nice to see a good one come out. I <laughs> have. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll say something not tainted by EA. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, well, for me, like, I mean, Dune. I I can't really get behind anything with Dune just because I I do find it terribly uninteresting. But um, Jesus. as far as Alan Wake is concerned, well, it's just honestly like I I saw the movie and it just didn't do much for me, and so. Now, like, maybe I have to see the next half of the movie because, like, I never saw the original or anything, so I, I don't know. But I, so far, I just didn't get much out of it. Um, but the uh, other one that you said, Alan Wake, though, Alan Wake one I played and it was very good. So I am, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's been a long time since yeah. Alan Wake, I think, right? Like, oh, yeah, it's probably coming up on its 10 years, too. I yeah. So I'm interested to see what they what they do with it. I think it's probably going to be pretty cool because I remember even for the time it looked good, it played solid and everything like that. Yeah, 2010s. Shit, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I am glad to see that that's going to be coming back because I know that there's a lot of other people that I've seen um, be like, dude, I can't. I love that game. Wish that we had another one. So that's a good one for me. I'm going to have to go with. I guess the first one would definitely be the Borderlands um, D&D, Tiny Tina's World. Yeah, Tiny yeah, Tina's Borderlands. I mean, I'm, I'm that, was, that one as well. That one. Yeah. That would have been my third. Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, it's basically going to be D&D in video game format with fucking Borderlands attitude. Literally, I, I you can't want much more than that. It's it's going to be fantastic. I forgot so, to ask if you actually played the Tiny, Tina, Tiny Tina's DLC in Borderlands 2. Yeah, 
Okay, okay. I couldn't remember yeah, who yeah. you had or hadn't. That's, right. why I, that's why I find Tiny Tina fucking hilarious, dude. Yes. Love um, Tiny Tina. <laughs> so, yeah. And, I'm s- and it's got, you know, Will Arnett and Andy Samberg we recent, we saw in this yeah, trailer. We, you yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hooch was Ooh. like, is that Will Arnett? And I said, no, I think it's Andy Samberg. And then we found out. It's both of yes. them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah Will so that seems to be the narrator and then Andy Sandberg is like one of the dudes one of the characters. around with you and you're like yeah. he's like yeah. throwing quips in combat and I'm like let's do this. Exactly. <laughs> I'm super pumped for that. I can't wait to play it with you guys. It's going to be a fucking blast. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think anyone has anything more to say on that cuz we've talked about it like several times already in the pods. Yeah. Um D2 Witch Queen. This one surprised me a little bit. Like, I knew it was coming, obviously. Like, even though I don't play D2 anymore, um, I still, like, I have so much respect for the game, which I I know I've also said many times before, um, but I I do. It's, like, one of those games that consistently, you know, D2 on launch was rocky. Trials of Osiris was a bit rocky. But after that, since then, they've had, like, six or seven games. DLCs and they've all been fucking fantastic. And one thing that game knows how to do it, it knows how to make you keep grinding on an end game and not make it feel bad. So like their raid mechanics and everything like that, like I've honestly never seen a game that's really been able to do anything like it. I mean, if you have a console game that can pull you into a raid for hours and it's still enjoyable, in this day and age, like that's fucking impressive as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm I'm super pumped um, to see this Witch Queen one. The trailer for it looked fantastic. I think all of us, whenever we were watching it, I know at least Hooch. I heard you comment on it. You weren't even sure if it was a D two trailer, right? Oh yeah, I was looking at it. I was like, wait, is this? Yeah, Destiny? This, I was having the like same it. thing. I was like, fuck, what is this? This game looks pretty sick, and I'm like. What is this thing? And then I, I see what looks like, you know, one of the Destiny or like, you know, your typical Destiny character. And I was like, yeah, fucking what? Like, is that is what is going on here? <laughs> and then uh, sure enough, then you, you start to see like, oh, this is for sure. It whenever they start flashing their powers and stuff. Yeah. So it was really cool to see. Honestly, I thought the trailer for it was fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm actually debating going back into it now because it looked so good. So. Yeah, that's is any uh, none of you guys are planning on going into D two again, I assume. No, I tried no. to go in with the last batch, and I just I, I bought it and it's I installed just, it's hard it, and I think I paid I played for like an hour, and I was like, I just can't do this anymore. It's like, it's a it's really just, intimidating thing to go into because there's, there's so too, much. There's yeah. well, and they keep vaulting crap that I want to actually play. Like I think with this one, they're vaulting um, Forsaken, which is like terrible mm-hmm. like why would you fault yeah. that like you well, wouldn't I'm, be able to play the story campaign which is like awful yeah i mean there is so much that well no you should still be able to go through and and play it play the story mode of it no i think it's i don't know i think i remember when they vaulted the last round of stuff they were like better play it because you're not going to be able to go to those planets at all hmm i don't remember so, that but yeah. I, i'll have to check into that but either way i might be wrong but like it it is tough to get into it because i've i've experienced it myself the last one i got as well was like all right i'm gonna play but there's just oh i'm sorry hooch how dare you have your alarm set on your phone my god oh yeah no yeah, exactly. <laughs> please um <laughs> but no uh I, I definitely, like, whenever I hopped in, I'm just like, oh, man, there's so much shit to go through. Even though they, 
you know, they do a good job of like, you know, speeding up your, your progress and, you know, restarting everyone at a, at a new patch basically. But still it was, it was just a lot to go through. Um, you feel behind very quickly if you don't, you know, continue to play through all of the updates. Um, but yeah, so those are my two games. Let's, let's talk real quick about one of the games that I think we all are like a little worried about to say the least. And that's Sonic. What do you guys think about Sonic? (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I really don't have anything. I mean, I mentioned before that it looked like the world was kind of interesting, but I think, uh, Muggin had a good counter to that where it's like the whole point of Sonic was this weird bonkers out there kind of, um, how, how do you have a yeah? How do you have a trailer okay for an open world Sonic game and there wasn't a single loop de loop? I mean, like, let's be honest. I didn't yeah. see a loop de loop. I didn't see. I didn't uh, see gold rings. Spring. Yeah. I didn't see. see I'm like watching. Emerald. Going. I'm going. Where are the rings? It, it's like it's like these guys were like a company somewhere was developing like an open world game, and Sega was like. Damn it, we gotta make something with Sonic to keep our IP alive. They're like, hey, you're you're working on an open world game. What if what if we just threw Sonic in there instead of whatever you were thinking? And they're like, We'll give you like 20 million for it. And they're like, okay. You know what I mean? It's just like because not nothing about what they showed looked like it had any relation to Sonic, the blue yeah. hedgehog. Which, it was just all too realistic, and then he looked like his normal cartoon self. On top of that, yeah, it was like so. It's like you get this super ultra realistic landscape that looks like a generic fantasy landscape that you just drop Sonic into. It's just like, man, like you guys don't get it. Like, <laughs> I don't think that they know what they're doing with the Sonic IP anymore. Like, I genuinely don't. I've seen we've seen Sonic in so many different elements. I mean, they had fucking Sonic with a gun not too long ago or something like that, didn't they? Jeez, I don't. When I'm when not kidding. I, I think they have Sonic with a gun was a was a thing for a bit years ago. Oh my god! Yeah, there was a Sonic game where he had two pistols. Um, <laughs> what? The so hell? yeah, like. And and there was another one where he was like in fucking New York and shit like that. So that IP has literally been fucking everywhere. I I, I, I don't know what the deal is with it, but um, I definitely think that like as funny as that is, I actually think that that might be fucking canon. What you said, Muggin? It's like yeah, I'm working on this new Dark Souls game. It's gonna be fucking sick, and it's gonna be Put open Sonic world. in there. Yeah, and he's like, what if we just and he just like drags and drops a Sonic icon in there. Just put fucking Sonic in there and call it a day. Um, no. yeah, yeah, it was so, Shadow the Hedgehog. Yeah, Shadow the Hedgehog. That's right. Oh, yeah. oh my god. So yeah, I'm telling you, they they don't know what the fuck they're <sighs> doing. <laughs> but I I think it's a, it's a missed opportunity though because I'm hoping that that was just a really bad trailer because like I do think the idea of a open world Sonic game would be a shit ton of fun if done correctly. In the sense that, yeah, it should be fucking wacky and wonky. Um, more like the world that we saw in um, the movie, actually. I don't know if you, we saw like a little bit of it in the movie. Like, it should be something mm-hmm. a little more like that. 
Yeah. Oh, like like the the first world he was in, right? Yeah, the first world that he okay. was in. Like yeah. if they went did something like even a little more there, like that would have been much better. But yeah, instead we we get something super generic and like I said for me like whenever that big robot thing or whatever it was like you know landed in front of him, I honestly felt like it was like I was watching a Shadow of Colossus trailer uh, with yep. Sonic the Hedgehog dropped in it. So. Um, yeah, we'll I mean, we'll we'll have to see what, what happens with it, but it's. I have a feeling it's going to be another throwaway Sonic game for sure. Hey, maybe it'll <laughs> be like the Sonic Teeth in uh, the movie where, uh, um, you know, the fans outrage enough they go, you know what, we're going to take this back to the drawing board. Oh, you know I mean? that's true. They were they they did it once before. Well, speaking well, of which, did you? Did you guys see the trailer for the new so the, the d- Sonic? Oh, yeah. No, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it after. Okay. We're done okay. Here. Okay. Well, okay. I will uh, say, like, I mean, it's not. You don't care if we talk about something that's on there, right? It's, it's blatantly in the trailer. But Knuckles is there. I'm sure everyone kind of expected that. But um, voice yeah, by Idris did, Elba. It, was it okay? So I saw something about Idris Elba being in the game, but Knuckles did not fucking sound like him at all. No, no, it's in. I think in the trailer in the movie, it's it's it just Elba, is Knuckles. Huh? If I remember correctly. No, no, on, no. I, I that's what I'm talking about. Like his voice. You're saying. Right? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, it, I know. It didn't sound anything fucking like him. So star power. Gotta have that star power, man. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. But it, either it, way, um, it like it honestly looked pretty badass with Knuckles. Like Knuckles <laughs> was fucking sick looking, and Knuckles <laughs> has always been my favorite. So. I say let's Sweet. fucking go. Hell yeah. But yeah, looks good. Uh, I think that's... Oh, no, no, no. We still have one more thing to talk about. Yes, we do. Ma- Matrix, baby. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Uh, you want me to tell us a little bit about it? Well, I can uh, tell us a little bit about it if you want. Um, okay, so admittedly prior to um, the, the, the pod, we were talking about it. I'm like, I don't want to know anything about it and blah, blah, blah. And you were like, it doesn't give anything away. So as you guys were kind of discussing the whole thing um, <laughs> with the in, in the last segment or whatever, I just took a peek at the, uh, uh, the, the trailer, The Matrix Awakens. Holy shit is all I have to say. Wait, wait, holy shit is in what way? It just like, it. so it starts off by like you have cg versions of keanu and carrie ann moss just like the stuff that like it really is showing off what the unreal engine can do okay so i think and we'll keep this we'll keep this section short um okay. but i do think that this for me it showed me there's a lot of really cool things that the Unreal Engine can do and there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that still at least it still from, needs work at least at least from their use of it right because just because their version of it right it's still young there's still lots you can do like we've seen how the Unreal Engine can be used from day one even on like the PS4 right to the last day of the PS4 you know so there's still a lot of variety there um but just the way that they used it like there was some great things there was some not so great things the i will say the shooting like whenever it showed like the the actual combat mm-hmm. uh, when she was shooting out of the car window and everything that looked fucking insane mm-hmm. I will, mm-hmm. that looked like real fucking life that mm-hmm. would blew my mind but the in-game cutscenes and the things like or i should say yeah like it the, was the humans yeah, in, it was in-game the cut humans scenes, it was not it didn't look 
super real. Like whenever you it zoomed up on their faces, you're, I'm like, yeah. these are definitely video characters. Some of the some of their animations when they were walking and moving and speaking and stuff like it's it's uncanny valley. I guess is what the the phrase is. Like where you can you it's not real enough where your brain is like, I know that's fake. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But it's just like if you keep everything moving, though, then it feels super real. So, yeah, yeah it just can't really zoom in and, and look at them because it looked really cheesy, especially when they were in the car all talking. And A, the audio didn't sound very good either. But, um, yeah, B, it's it just everything looked off and weird. Almost that point of where it looks even more weird because it's trying to be so real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the Uncanny so, Valley. Okay, that's not okay. Well, then, yeah. So it's it's living in that area. So. Um, but yeah, there's not too much to mention beyond that. It was just a little like trailer that highlights what the Unreal Engine could do. You can get it on the PS5 and Xbox. But yeah, that pretty much wraps up the whole Matrix conversation. I don't want to go too much into the Matrix because movie's still coming out soon. Thank yes. God, we don't have to wait too long. But um, I know, yeah. right? Exactly. But that'll wrap up everything for this week, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Hooch, thank you so much. Hey, not a problem. Muggin, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Glad Me, to be myself, back. thank you so much. Awesome. Great <laughs> to be here. And uh, yeah, that's going to wrap it up, guys. So we will see you next week. Peace. Later.